detention veterans, and everyone who's ready to change their lives. Welcome to the Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. Join your host, Marine Corps-trained motivator, Christina Silva, as she connects with experts, innovators, and military heroes. Now, let's get started. Here is Christina Silva. Good afternoon, fans. From New York City, Chief Master Sergeant retired of our elite United States Air Force will be expecting me to do a one-take from a plateau. And each week of 2023, we plan to give you a word to increase your vocabulary because what it's all about from military to civilian attire while you're trying to get a job or launch a new concept is being different, going from one plateau to another. Let me introduce you via a short bio to our special guest. But first, the word plateau means reaching a place where you become stagnant without movement and you're coming from a place of activity. We just embrace you with the spirit of inspiration, motivation, and a resiliency toolbox. Now in 14 years, our special guest made it to the rank of the E9 highest ranking leadership position in our U.S. Air Force. He loves history of all different types of ethnicities, and he loves to excel because he's an entrepreneur that has an associate's degree, a bachelor of science in business degree, and also a certificate in a most amazing area of digital social media marketing and business solutions. He has traveled the world, and he loves most to lead over thousands of employees at our government employers insurance company for 17 years meet our 21 year u.s air force retired mr john j sneed welcome to the christina silva show well thank you christina it's a privilege and a pleasure to sit here and chat with you today this is awesome. I've known you for so many years, and I want to thank you first for knowing about someone's true innate talent and their spirit and for believing in them and motivating them, because I have a prized token that is elite from our generous company that loves our military, and that's Geico. The Gecko and I are still rolling down the road in a leather motorcycle jacket, <laughs> promoting safety and resilience to the troops. I remember that, and, and like I said, <laughs> hey... Um... You know, it's it's, it's uh, the universe is works well, and you know, it's it's a pleasure that you know all these years we're still growing strong, and it seems like you know you are you're aging in reverse, Christina. Most definitely. <laughs> well, I try to teach the audience each day at that plateau in my life meeting. Geico and some of the amazing local office owners. I want to thank Miss Trinea Smart for her implementation of leadership and motivation in my life as a mentor yourself and she did back then give me something to keep striving for and I remember seeing buses go by with Trinae Smart standing there with the gecko saying come to our insurance company we'll not only save you money but we'll appreciate you for your service so what an amazing time to come together today to talk about some of the highlights from your career but I know for me it starts with family values and ethics so tell us a little bit about who John J. Sneed is and why you call yourself Jay? Well, um, you know, I grew up in New York and, you know, you know, had um, a, a, my upbringing, you know, just like like anyone else, you have your, your issues. So I, you know, I grew up when in the projects when it wasn't cool to be from the projects. Um, right. But my mother instilled 
with me like a sense of excellence. And, you know, one thing she shared with me was she said, Jay, you know, always be yourself and, you know, don't let people put you in a box because when they um, define you, they confine you. I never knew what that meant when I was a little kid, but over the years I grew to know that people will throw labels on you in a second and some people never let themselves out of the box. Um, you know, so, you know, my, you know, my youth, my brothers, my family, um, you know, pretty important to me. And so, you know, although, um, you know, you have your, your, your moments in, in childhood, you overcome them. And so I'm a better person for it. And so I wouldn't change a thing about my, my childhood. Most definitely. Shout out to our moms. <laughs> they teach us such great principles to live by. I remember my mom holding on literally to the ankles of my recruiter, Lloyd Mizell, Master Sergeant Retired of the United States Marine Corps, saying, don't take my baby. She's a linger girl. And I was like, oh, my goodness. It changes our lives to serve. And, and I remember my mom for that. She really did put us through a childhood where we never lacked anything, but we were right in the middle to know how to abase and how to abound. So thank you for sharing that. I want to say, what did you do in your high school turning point to find the Air Force? Well, you know, as it, with any useful, youthful thing, you know, um, as I said, you know, when, you, when you're youthful, in, in high school, I had two friends that graduated like a year or two prior to me, and they both went into the Marine Corps and the buddy system. Um, they came back. I was all enamored because I used to always watch war movies, all type of other things. His, always history buff. Um, so they come back, and immediately they tell me, hey, Jay, join the Air Force if you go. <laughs> I said, you're kidding me. They're like, because they look great. They're uniform. My cousin was in the Marine Corps. They said, hey, go Air Force. So I actually um, got a scholarship, um, academic scholarship. So I got a Martin Luther King scholarship oh um, to um, school. Um, so I went to Philadelphia, Cheney State, um, and proceeded to party my way out of the scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hit nothing, fans. <laughs> yeah, first time I've ever failed. And so I went, came back home, um, went to work, and then I met a recruiter. And it happened to be an Air Force recruiter when I was coming home. And he goes, hey, you can finish your education. And I said, really? And so he's like, take the test. So I took this test. And, um, and that's how I wound up in the Air Force. That is just like right along the lines of my same story. They always say, oh, yeah, come take the ASVAB. I scored 86 on it. Yeah, yeah. And I could choose any career. I didn't know I was great in public affairs as a natural talent. Mm -hmm. I end up in the nuclear, biological, and chemical warfare school, administrating <laughs> NJP orders and rifle range qual to Marines out there in Camp Pendleton. And that's when I learned to ride motorcycles on that same circle that motorcyclists train on to ride on the base. So you felt great about the Air Force, but you had that inside insight from the buddy system. The reason why that's important in today's world with our plateau is that our fleet is entering a time of plateau. And we really want to encourage everyone to know about the greatness of the military and the opportunity it gives you, not only your education that you mentioned you finished and continued to educate yourself while you served, but there are so many other cultural travel benefits and so many other 
family benefits you get from the camaraderie you realize and just overall life skills. It's really important to know that because the media places an image on military members that's only about PTSD, maybe sexual harassment or other negative connotations. But let's help this show become a vehicle to show some of the great times you had in the military and what the military truly has to offer from an Air Force standpoint. What would you like to say? Oh, I would say, you know, I, I'm still um, a big you know, advocate of any um, young person joining the military because it gives you a sense of direction. It gives you discipline. Um, it gives you a skill. Um, we don't ask for resumes in the military. And so most people, you know, if nothing else, you will have a, a military mindset. And that will give you a leg up on your peers. So whether you do four years or 20 years, you serve your country and you're a patriot and you will have lifelong lessons and lifelong disciplines. You know, you, you people would be surprised. And so at the end of the day, not everyone is meant to go to college right away because no one really knows what they want. But in the military, you know, if you serve four years, you get out after four or six years, you're 22. But you have skill you're a veteran and you have your whole life ahead of you. And so, you know, that it, for me is, is for, for young people, I mean, I would strongly consider the military, you know, and I always recommend people that cross my path, hey, why don't you go sign up for, you know, it doesn't matter the service, <laughs> right? We make you a double doctor. We're going to call you JMDD, Mindset, Discipline, and Direction from a Career in Our Military. Our Space Force, our Air Force, Marines, Navy, our Coast Guard, and our Army are an elite force that help you really find out who you are. And when you develop those talents, there's a way to actually transition your career into other occupational specialties. So you join the Air Force. What happened? Culture shock, Afro to no Afro? No, I think I think my um, my step back in college, you know, to where I had a scholarship, lost the scholarship, <laughs> and you know, so when I actually joined the Air Force, I was a little more serious. I see. And so, um, but I was big into sports. But then, you know, I looked at it, and you know, there was a a supervisor one day. I was given advice. And he goes, look, if you want to be in charge, get promoted. Done. <laughs> so I, I, you know, um, sought out to do just that. And so you were like fired up already, thanks to your mom and her advice, right? Instilled since childhood. And you just needed the Air Force as that vehicle to truly bring out of you the drive, because that's unheard of in 14 years to reach E9. I know there were some trials, tribulations, challenges, and obstacles that you had to overcome. And I just want to know the essence of how did you maneuver that into your favor. Let's start out with your first military occupational specialty up uh, between, you know, entering the Air Force and E4. Okay, so um, I, um, um, in basic, you know, I, I took to the military right away. The discipline, the drive, you know, all of those things, um, you know, being a sponge. And um, one thing I learned is I sought out mentors that I wanted to emulate, and they in turn gave me advice. And so the difference that I would say is, you know, I always learn if you want to be a millionaire, ask a millionaire. 
if you want to be a chief, ask a chief. So I would ask and I would observe and they would give me, you know, little tips and lessons and stuff. And so I would do just that when I, in the first two years I was in, um, um, I was, uh, you know, he's, he, a lot of my mentors said, hey, just do the best you can. And, you know, if you do the best you can, people will see that and move you forward and they'll put you in positions to excel. Right. So I did that. And then one of the E9s came up to me and said, and so I asked him, I said, say, hey, what can I do to be better? I would think I was an E2 or E3. And he goes, hey, um, why don't you volunteer for the um, to be an MC at our ceremonies for the award ceremonies? And I said, I'm not going to do that. And he said, <laughs> you know, he said, if you're going to be an E9, you need to be an extemporaneous speaker. And he said, right now, as an E3, nobody expects anything from you. So just do it. And he said, when you become an E7, it'll be natural to you. And that's what I did. Every chance I got. I was an MC of this and an MC of that, or I would stand up in front of the front of my peers, or I would do things. I joined Toastmasters, you know. I overcame that fear. Um, I always, you know, was a master of the the rules, discipline. My uniform was always airtight to where actually I was on a recruiting poster um, <laughs> when I, you know, as as an E four E five. Um, yeah. And, you know, so that that set the tone of me um, getting on the right track. And then, you know, I did a um, some tour. I did a tour in Korea um, as a, a e, E4 and I made E5 there, um, you know, volunteering for remote. And people, they, that's what they said. They said, Jay, you know, you can do, you know, at, when I was a a young troop, they said, hey, here's what's going to separate you um, 10 years later as an E2, E3. Somebody's going to stay at one base and somebody's going to go to 10 bases. And when you compare both rec- resumes, who are you going to pick? Are you going to pick the person that ex- excels at one base? Or are you going to pick the, the person that excels at 10 bases? That's all they needed to say. And and so I just did that. You just throw yourself out there. The career will take care of itself, you know, if you do all the things you're supposed to do. Um, so, you know, that was my early round. You know, I made E4, E5 really fast, but I made all ranks really fast. <laughs> so in the earlier ranks, as growing to senior enlisted, what would you say military-wise was the largest amount of troops that you managed and inspired? Before enlisted years. Um, oh, before my senior enlisted years. Um, I would say, um, I'm trying to think as um, not, you know, not so many, um, I would say, you know, maybe a platoon, you know, uh, going to Master Sergeant. But I tell you what, one of the things that I also did was, you know, I learned that um, people propel you to the next position. So I was always helpful, not only to the people um, under me, but to my peers and the people over me. So that was the one thing I learned is to be um, a people person and let people propel you to your next position. And so 
Um, it's interesting that you brought that up because I was um, like the president of, we had like an airman's council, like E4 and below council. So I was the president and your peers put you in that position. So they vote for you. And then I was the president of the NCO council. And then I was president of the senior NCO council. All of these are different bases. And then I was the president of the chiefs group at three different bases. My goodness. <laughs> so like I said, it's always the people. It was never me. It was somebody said, hey, Jay, we'll vote for you to be our representative. And I never lost sight of that. But I always was, you know, tried to be very aware or cognizant of, you know, you do the best for the troops at all levels, right? Yes. Below you and above you. Yes, sir. I must say, sir, because I truly respect and regard your appearance today on the Christina Silva Show. Educating our veterans live to me means being that figure that you're describing about yourself where leadership is happening indirectly and innately and people look up to you. But with the Air Force humility and the Airman's Creed, you live that. And so that ultimately helps others because in our toolbox, life is going to bring difficult times. And in our uniform, we're painting on the brave uniform of the Air Force. But we have human emotions that we have to divide and separate from mission. Correct? Correct. Share with me some of then and now resiliency tools that you use every day when you're trying to attain something or overcome something. I would say to to the point of being a people, I had very, very, very good mentors and I had a lot of prominent, um, you know, the people in my life in the military that, you know, are actually very famous <laughs> now. And, and so I was up close and personal with a lot of those people, but I would say the um, the things that are that are embedded in me is so the first chief master sergeant of the Air Force that was African American was uh, Chief Thomas Barnes. I was privileged to meet him, and um, you know I walked right up to him because I said, you know, I'm going he's going to be my mentor whether he likes it or not, right? <laughs> and I said I prepared for years for that encounter and I said I'm going to ask him one pinpoint question. And when I met him, I wasn't an E9 yet. I was like an E6, E7. And I said, "Hey, um, I said, Chief Barnes, I said, I've studied your career. I was wanted to meet you and you materialized." I said, "What what um <laughs> what one piece of advice would you give me um, to, to be an E9? And he said, he said, easy. He said, Jay, if you, um, he said, if you were put on trial to be the best master sergeant you could be, is there enough evidence to convict you? Wow. Is there enough people that would sing your praises all over the base or will you be convicted by silence? He said, if you do that, you don't have to worry about the stripe. And I said, excellent. The other piece of advice I, I got was, you know, um, a long time ago, you know, when people, you know, some things are hard. Um, and there was a general um, that told me, he goes, um, he said, you know, in the military, he said, or in life, he said, you're never going to have enough time, money, or people. Get over it and get on with the mission. <laughs> and so 
I took that and I always told the troops, um, you know, I would tell the troops my little saying and I would say the things that are easy to do are also easy not to do. And those are that's a life lesson because it is easy to go volunteer, but it's also easy to play PlayStation. It's easy to study for your promotion test, but it's also easy to go hang out. It's all of those things. So that little saying is always in the back of my brain. <laughs> the things that are easy to do are also easy not to do. And so uh, if, if, if it's something that's going to help me, I will not do the easy thing. I will do what's necessary right then and there. And then I will go do it. That's incredible. Fans, we are listening to some amazing words of wisdom with our special guest, and we call that an SME in our military terminology, a subject matter expert. From this point on in the Christina Silva show, he's giving us highlights from his 21-year career as a U.S. Air Force Chief Master Sergeant and below, inspiring others by their own vote, and also 17 years as a director of our nation with GEICO's wonderful products and services. He served in his most coveted rank at our U.S. Pentagon as an IM career manager of many. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You're listening to The Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. If you'd like to call in during our live show, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. For more information about the show, email crsprods at gmail.com. That's crsprods at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome John J. Sneed for the second part of the show, where he's going to share pathways from education to housing, health, and employment, his earned benefits package. And he's done that two times, and he still has entrepreneurial dreams and a consultancy so that you can chase after and follow after his pathway from one plateau to another. Jay, now it's time to share mentors by name that really impacted your life at some of your duty stations. And I do want to say from the heart, thank you for your service and deployments in the Desert Storm and Desert Shield era where I was a Marine at the same time in this world. And I just want to say thank you for that as you remember back to some of the happenings that may be with you to this day. And let's focus today on the positive mentality of some of the good times. Yes. Tell us what a mountainous plateau means to you. Well, a plateau um, means reaching a peak, you know, and, and, and reaching a certain level. And, and everybody now, some people will level off to their level of comfort, and that's okay. And some people will level off, and then they'll, they will try to do something better 
Um, and and that's that's an individual decision. For me, I was always an achiever. And when I made E9, General Lorenz was a four star over and I was over in um, Ramstein, Germany at the time. And um, I made, he came in and um, everybody had like champagne. There were people around and they were like, hey, congratulations, you made E9 and this and that. And so I was happy because that was the pinnacle I was happy for about 15 minutes. And then he, he comes in and then he, he pulls me to the side and he goes, Jay, you know, you didn't seem to be, you know, you're, you're at the top. You made it. That's it. You know, you have your whole year ahead of you. And he goes, and he goes, think about it. You at 14 years, he said, so you'll put it on at 15 years and half of your career will be as an E9. Could you imagine? Wow. <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, and you're 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 like not happy about it. And he said, so he said, what you are is an achiever. And he yes. said, and he says, so what achievers do is they climb a peak, P-E-A-K, and then they peek over at the next goal. And they never stop to enjoy the view ever. And he said, you shouldn't do that. So when you climb a peak, P-E-A-K. You need to peek over P-E-E-K at the next goal. But before you jump, just sit there and enjoy the view. Congratulate yourself. Look and pat yourself on the back and say, I've done good. And that helped me tremendously because I was just bouncing from one thing to another. And I would have never had happiness. You know what I mean? And so um, that was a life lesson. Um, being uh, in over in you know, 9-11, all of those things being overseas. One thing I learned from E9 at the time was we had some, you know, unfortunately, we had some suicides in our unit. And uh, one of the E9 said, hey, you know, and I was, you know, you know, you, you're always, you know, you don't want to lose a troop or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, Jay, you know, this is why you have to give your people flowers while they're still living. Always remember that. And so that's for life, right? You know, how many funerals do people go to? And then they say all the things they should have said. No, for me, I give people their flowers while they're still living. So if I think highly of you, I will tell you, (laughs) right? I tell my son, I tell my kids, I tell my wife, I give them their flowers now. I do not wait for something unfortunate to happen to say, oh my goodness, I would should it. So those are life lessons. You know, those are the things that, you know, you take away from you. So, I mean, I would just, you know, during that time, that's what I would say. <laughs> wow. Reaching that peak for half of your career at the highest rank chief master sergeant and getting a four-star general to give you those tokens of a golden wisdom that will last and propel you to Geico for all those years still stays with you even into your new consulting careers and concepts that you've written over the years. That is a treasure sharing with the whole world for us to to also covet. And I really want to thank you for that because while I was listening to you testify about that remembrance, let's thank the general once again, General Lorenz. Thank you so much. Through Mr. John J. Sneed, we can also know that we can strive and start at any time for the plateau where we may have arrived, whether we are happy or challenged, we can still take that peak that we've reached 
and P-E-E-K, peak to the next level, but we need someone to look forward to. And so now with your career, we can still look on the internet and find out about your success and your new company to have something to hold on to. Because as the digital media divide separates us from human face-to-face contact, it does cause those suicides. It does cause those depressions. And sometimes it causes a lull in us taking our concept to the next level as a new company on our own. So thank you, Jay, for being in this realm with me, really caring about being that helping hand to our veterans and also working with some of the iconic persons in the Pentagon for all the years you did that are those famous people that truly care. You are an outlet now with me so that those famous people, civilians and the DOD can be with our military even after they've retired so that, and that camaraderie can stay intact and the disconnect can go away. We're responsible socially, mentally, physically, and spiritually to our troops and their families as they deploy, when they come back, and when they retire. Can I get an amen? Amen. (laughs) Well, that is interesting because peak number two peak is that we all have a dual role in our lives to play. And you get a lot of time in your retirement to stay and spend time with your family. So give me one example in your life today in this moment, having just launched your new company last October, 2022, that you live by. What regiment do you do physically every day to keep yourself healthy? I try to stay, um, you know, physically, mentally, spiritually fit. So, you know, I don't, you know, I don't do things to excess, right? So, you know, I eat um, reasonably healthy. I mean, everybody has cheat days, but, you know, I I do those things. I try not to um, be stressed. I take everything in stride. And I, no matter what I'm doing, I make sure I have family time. Yes. So, you know, work is not, you know, work is a means to an end, but not the end itself. And so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, having that family time that, you know, uh, hey, th- close the laptop. Yes. Let's let's do something fun. You know, um, all of those things, you know, I like to, um, you know, we go out, you know, we plan fun trips, we do things, you know, and, 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 you know, and even, our dog Bailey, you know, she gets spoiled rotten. And so, but those are the most important things. You make time for family. And, you know, I try to make sure that, you know, work is just that. Everything has a place, right? Um, but time stands for no one. And, you know, you have to make those moments count. And so uh, that those are the things that, you know, I recommend that, you know, is, is you always have perspective and you keep things in perspective and, you know, you have balance, um, peace and harmony. You know, that's normally when I, when I, what I think about is, you know, I don't have any, um, drama surrounding me at any yes. year moment. <laughs> so, you know, it's, I'm always very peaceful. <laughs> I'm always very calm. I don't have any crazy. <laughs> and, you know, um, a pastor told me years ago, um, he said, he said, Jay, you know, he goes, Here's what you need to know. When people see you, be a blessing instead of needing a blessing. When everybody, when, I'm, when sometimes you see somebody and they say, pray for me all the time, <laughs> something is not right. So when people exactly. see you, be that blessing. And so that's Most what I, definitely. I, 
<laughs> we had the greatest time in titling our show Peak to Peak, colon, Stopping to Enjoy the View. And so when General Lorenz shared with you and changed your life about stopping to enjoy the view, you've painted a picture about giving flowers to those you love while they are alive and being a giver while you are alive. There's something about the spirit of volunteerism in those domains and tenets of social, physical, spiritual, and mental wealth and health with welfare that we can spark up when we truly give ourselves back to the community, back to our troops, and back to those who need help in launching their business. And so I'm just so proud to know that you have combined not only one of your projects and inspirations that you created, but many that will be consolidating. So from hobbyist to music buff to theater goer to the club goer in Vegas all the time with your lovely <laughs> wife, what would you say you'd like to do with announcing to the world your consulting services? Would you like to tell us your website and some of the packages that will help change someone's mind about their new business, launching it off the ground with ease? Or would you like to talk about your eBay e-commerce store or your African-American historical collection? Well, you know, um, all of I, the above, <laughs> all, all of the above, um, you know, my 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 consulting business is named Peak to Peak because of that. And it's always pushing people to the next level, whether it be business owners, you know, you name it, or um, entrepreneurs, people that want to better themselves, all of those things. Um, that's that's, you know, that's my consult It's peak to peak consulting dot org. And so um you know, we do, we, I, I call ourselves social media doctors. So we fix small businesses, you know, whether it be marketing, sales, strategic planning. Um, you okay? We do the whole host of gamut. But I've, I have two other businesses, you know, um, I have a Black History um, business. Um, and so it's Black History Hut. Um, and I've had that business for, you know, um, 18 years, 18 years. Yeah. Um, and I've have, um, a baseball card store, which is, um, you know, five card baseball stars. And I've had that for about, Go Yankees since I'm in New York, yeah, yeah, <laughs> 10 years. Um, and so, you know, I learned that a long time ago uh, from an E9. He always said, wow. he told me to have, you know, he said, Jay, always be able to get out on your terms. Um, always have options. And so I always had a plan B, a plan C, a plan D. And, you know, he said the the importance of that is, you know, you're not, people can't threaten you with the, with, with the job or, you know, you look at all of these people in, um, you know, Microsoft, Salesforce, all of these, you know, you name it, all um, Apple, all these people are losing Amazon. Oh left and right. Um, and so, you know, people put all their eggs in one basket. And so multiple streams of income will, you know, that's preparation. And so I'll, you always want to do things in your terms. And so I was actually thinking about that the other day. And I said, you know, um, when I was coming on this show, I was kicking around this morning and I said, you know, um, I know a lot of things. I tell my family a lot of things. I always try to tell them, hey, be have have all of these things. <laughs> and so um with Black History Hut, they they know all my businesses and those kind of things. Um mm-hmm. so I was like, I'm at the point where with this consulting business, I was actually working on a course 
Um, and I said, you know, I'm going to share a lot of the knowledge that I learned. So people that want to start businesses, you know, whether it's an easy business where you can make money from your iPhone, right? You can make money just sitting on the couch, right? You, can money, <laughs> you don't have to do anything from, from that to actually running a business. So it doesn't matter, um, you know, it runs the gamut. And so I was like, you know, maybe I will, I, I kicked around a course saying, you know, MSI bootcamp, multiple streams of income bootcamp. Or, oh um, or I was thinking, you know, um, re- recession proof your life. That's what I thought of. <laughs> and wow. I, said, I said, you know what? What I will do is for any military person or person listening to this show, um, I will, if they contact you, I will give you a time and a date and we will, um, I will do a two hour webinar for free. Thank you, um, Chief. So I will start from the very easy to, you know, wow. to the very complicated to, you know, whatever people want to do, but it's important to have, you know, in a recession, you know, yes. you didn't have to ask anybody for a job that the internet is the great equalizer. And you only need to know 1% more than the general population. <laughs> and so, you know, and and the way um, I show my family or I show other people is that, you know, um, if I do a seminar, you know, you don't even need any money. You know what I mean? You can start from scratch, you know, and I'll show people, I'll say, hey, if you don't have... 50 cents. So you don't have a dollar. I can show you how to make money online starting in your living room. <laughs> and so. That is amazing. And we say to our service members, we are servants at heart with the measure of selfless service. The value of two hours of consulting means that you'll rise up in your own natural talent, trust another, a trusted agent of our U.S. Air Force for Life, and also someone who believes about insuring your future. So John J. Sneed, Jay, we can't thank you enough for your time that you've taken um, to tell us. I only have 1.5 hours left with the interview you've given me, but I will take you up on that peak to peak consulting offer. And if you're listening to the Christina Silva Show, Educating Our Veterans Live, and you're a key spouse, a dependent, or someone listening in the civilian airwaves that wants to learn how to get from one plateau to another to reach your peak and take a peek at your future, you'll be able to contact crsonair.com for more information about a consultation with our subject matter expert and special guest, Jay Sneed. This feed of this show will be available for you on Voice America's Variety Channel 365 days a year and 24 hours a day so you can take a listen to some of the amazing words of wisdom stories, highlights, and keywords you heard from the show. What about mindset, discipline, direction, volunteerism, Toastmasters, mentor, and your call to action, start helping others. Well, Jay, with every Christina Silva show at the end of the show, we hate to say goodbye. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here. We asked you to close the show with a little bit of advice. And I can't thank you enough for your memes that you've been creating since the beginning and top of the year in 2023. You said, as our author to come in the future, on your short quotes with wisdom, 
mindset 2023, add a little situational awareness to your life. Tell us what that means and how you can inspire us with a closing statement. Situational awareness is being, um, you know, aware of your surroundings um, and being prepared, which means, you know, having a, you know, when, when all hell breaks loose, you know, the, the leader is calm and, you know, but you're aware. So, you know, having that 360 view that, um, you know, that plan A, plan B, plan C. And, you know, and, and I always say, you know, my, my man, mantra is, you know, I, life is only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced okay. upon us, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it. But each one of us must use it. We must suffer if we lose it, give account if we abuse it, just a tiny little minute. But then eternity is in it. And from a great minute comes a great week, a great life, and a great career. And so making your minutes count, that's what I... Oh, chills and just gratitude. <laughs> gratitude every day, that whole health aspect. You can stop today and just take a peek and change your own life. It does take you not asking for the helping hand. It takes you to take that first step. You're listening to the Christina Silva show, educating our veterans live. We have a special excerpt live from New York city at the Marriott Marquis in times square. We want to thank Webster university. And we'll be hearing from our past president of the college council of military educators herself, Janice Neal and to Bailey, Sherry and Jay Sneed, we want to know which beach you'll be walking down to get that mental, social, physical, and spiritual excellence. Clearwater Beach, where we live. <laughs> so from New York City, where he grew up, to Clearwater Beach, you can do it too. Travel with CRS Team Tours and Adventures. We're going to be giving away a special consultation of two hours with our expert from Peak to Peak Consulting if you reach out to CRS. And we also have a way for military families to learn how to cruise with us. So if you're interested in the next travel party I'll be hosting, be sure to listen to next week's episode to find out more details with myself and my bestie. Be safe, everyone. Simplify <laughs> and aim high. Thank you, Jay. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Christina Silva Show. Be sure to check back for new episodes every Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you soon and Semper Fi.